What's up, guys? What's going on, guys? It's espresso for two, and we're back with another episode. This week it is September twenty ninth, twenty twenty. That was like a tongue twister. <laughs> But basically, we're starting a new season. We're gonna quickly explain what this season is gonna be. And what our hope and our vision for this season is gonna be. So take it away. So after a whole season of about marriage, you know, marriage boulevard and all that, you know, now we're just we just decided to start our new season as an open season. That means that we're just gonna talk about anything and everything. You know, there's not gonna be a topic in a specific. We're just gonna do like a free talk, you know, and you know. Uh, What do you have to say about that, my dear? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, I was going through our podcast because we just posted a picture on our account. But, anyways, um, basically, we wanted the season to be a little bit more targeted for everyone and not just couples, married couples, engaged couples, exactly. dating couples. We wanted it to be more for everyone. Free for all, you know yeah, what I mean. Kind of like basically like a free for all, because we just wanted to feel like you're having coffee with two friends and it's super chill. So we wanted, we wanted to be, we wanted to target an audience more diverse, like a more diverse audience, not just couples, couples or married people. So, on, so yeah, it's literally 9:57, basically 10 p.m., and we're recording this episode because we were just coming up with ideas. So we're kind of a little bit tired. That's how we do? That's how we do. You know, we just had coffee, and you know, we're like super duper hyper. So. He's he's joking. <laughs> so, basically, today's episode, we're gonna start with um, talking about today's generation, which. <laughs> in my opinion I feel like that's something that we have to speak about uh, you know about our generation about us you know about people our age yeah I think that it's really important because there's I'm so sorry guys we are just very tired but sorry um, this is just the reality and we're not going to cut this out so enjoy um, basically We wanted to talk about today's generation um, and what is the biggest problem with our generation? What, why is, does our generation seem to be so empty, so sad, um, just kind of always on this hunt for something, looking for something? It seems to me as though nothing satisfies our generation, myself included. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, everyone but me. but we are always looking for something to satisfy to please us anything and honestly i think it just all comes down with our generation looking in the wrong places looking for satisfaction in places where unfortunately you're never going to find satisfaction and i think that that I'm not quite sure what the verse in the Bible is, but the world has a lot of things to offer, but that happiness is only temporary. You know, you can get drunk every weekend and then once you go back home, you start crying and you start remembering the things that you were trying to forget about. 
you can get high every weekend and then once that high wears off it's like oh crap i feel like crap i'm thinking about the things that are upsetting me again i need to smoke again so it's like no matter what no matter how many times you get drunk or you smoke or you it doesn't even have to be those kind of things just anything it's always gonna come back because no matter what those things are not satisfactory and they're not filling i don't i just think that we are looking in the wrong places and no matter what we're never going to feel full so what is it that our generation is looking for and i i think that's where people our age don't understand that clearly if it's not satisfying you or filling you then maybe you should look elsewhere i feel like i always say this but damn you're in fire you're on fire right now and that is actually you know completely truth uh my testimony i feel is proof of that i live in proof of that you know long before i got saved and before i met bali uh i was literally in the world you know and i was always looking for those temporary pleasures and temporary like glimpses of happiness you know Uh, and you know that did the trick for a while for a little bit i will say and then after that like i started to just feel empty you know like like after every party after every situation and every of those moments i was just feeling miserable and you know it was just awful it actually made me feel worse than i, I was at the beginning and i was constantly constantly feeling empty like there was like a void that needed to be filled and i didn't know what it was i was i didn't know what i needed like i was reaching a point where you know the world was just not giving me that like i was so i will, i i will say depressed and desperate because i didn't know what it was that i was missing you know like i thought it was oh i have to be successful I thought it was money, I thought it was party, fun, I thought it was pleasures, but in reality, uh, when I met God, I realized that that's what I needed. I agree. I think that it's unbelievable how much I've seen Nico grow because I obviously we haven't really shared testimonies but for those of you who know us you probably um can understand where we're coming from and where he's coming from. So, it's amazing to see both of us growing and especially seeing Nico you grow. It's just really encouraging to me. But I just I just see the same cycle every weekend. It's like the same thing and it's you would think that okay clearly this is not giving me a different outcome but it's still what they go to because it's the easiest thing to go to because it's right there it's accessible and i think that i think that being in church and kind of having friendships in church should be as easily accessible Um, this might be like a little controversial to say, but I think maybe the church needs to be more open in going out in places like that to minister. And like, oh, you can't minister in a club, you can't minister in a party. Actually, 
I, I truly believe that you can. I truly believe that if you really are strong enough, like you can go out there and you can, you know, like minister to those people. If of course you feel like you're capable of doing it. But I think that young people are always like in search of role models or painkillers, quote unquote painkillers. And by that, I mean things to distract you from what's really going on in your life. Things that distract, things that numb you. Basically, like, you know, when you go to the dentist and he puts like antiseptic, I don't even know actually what it's called, but they put like the the laughing gas or like the numbing cream so that your right cheek, you won't feel anything while they're cleaning or taking out your tooth. Yeah, it's that thing. It's You're basically looking for that cream, that numbing cream to blind you from everything that's going on around you. But once that numbing cream wears off at the dentist and the dentist is done taking out the tooth, guess what? You're going to feel that pain. You're going to feel that aftermath. You're going to feel all of that process that the dentist just performed on you. Yeah, this is a really weird analogy, but if you think about it that way, once you once that dentist gives you that cup of water to rinse out that that little numbing cream, it's game over. You're back to reality. And that's the same thing with those kind of numbing tactics that our generation looks for and listen it's not just drugs it's not just alcohol it's not just sex it can be anything it can be absolutely anything it can be as far as staying up until 4 a.m playing video games so that like you don't like realize you're hello you're in the real world or it can even be sleeping sleeping is such a big depression tactic sleeping that's basically what we've all been doing through this whole corona quarantine thing it's it's like the depression cases have have risen like a thousand and people have been just sleeping all day all day and what do you do when you sleep obviously you're not thinking you're not you're not your mind is like when you sleep your mind is completely at ease it's like shut off so there you go sleeping is also can be something else in a way yeah well you know, my testimony is completely different, but like you were saying, there can be many other uh, things, many other like cycles. It can be also uh, eating, you know, uh, it can be it can be shopping. I mean, anything that distracts you from like all your problems, that, that that's it, you know, anything, anything that you go as like your, your runaway, your getaway to forget your reality, that's it. That's what we're talking about here. And until, until you don't realize that what you really need is God and to face those problems, you know, you're not going to get out of there. So in our opinion, uh, that's one of the biggest problems with today's uh, generation. People are just always looking for that to get away from their problems, run from their problems. Uh, but of course, no. We're not going to bash on our own in this podcast, you know. I want to also say that another problem that young people like us as a generation face is, you know, it's really hard to, like, prove yourself out there in the world. It's really difficult, especially when nobody has given you a chance to prove what you're capable of. I feel like this is something that you... 
uh, babe, you will feel related to. Because we went through this, even like looking for an apartment, it was really hard, you know? Yeah. Like people were like already asking, asking us for like a perfect credit score to get a normal apartment. We're not talking about like a rental luxury or anything like that, just a regular apartment. And it was so complicated. Like, like they were just given all these like requirements that we were like, okay, like how are you even supposed to start? You know, like. Everybody wants experience, but no one wants to give you experience. Everyone wants um, credit, but no one wants to give you the opportunity to start your credit is basically what we're trying to say. And I feel like another problem that I see come up today is, listen, I understand that our generation basically kind of is a little bit sucky, but how about we change that word and try to use uplifting words so that maybe it would encourage our generation more. And that not only goes for the older people, that goes for us as well. You know, I'm always like, our generation sucks, but like, let me change that word and say, you know, our, our generation is, is, is different, but we can, we're capable of making a change. And listen, there's one thing I've noticed about generation is, is that we will say what we think which I think is pretty cool because honesty has is kind of something that I've noticed in our generation. We're very, for the most part, we're very honest and we are not the best, but we're also not all is lost. And to categorize a group of people into one word is not okay. So if you're listening, if you're listening to this out there and you're like, man, like I just get told I'm this, I'm this and I'm that and I really want to be better, but I just feel like people are putting me down. I just want you to know that as long as you have God on your side and you feel like you're capable of doing this, then you can do it. And there's this verse in the Bible, Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Just because you're young doesn't mean anything. It's crazy how many people close the doors on us yes. for looking for apartments just because oh we were young. And we were just a regular engaged couple looking for our apartment and it was kind of just like oh my gosh like these kids like they're gonna destroy everything they're gonna start a problem in, in our in this apartment blah they're not gonna pay rent it was just kind of like reading a reading the cover of a book without reading the book and kind of assuming from that so don't let anyone discredit you just because you are young or just because um just because of that and i know another problem is standing up for your faith um in today's world because of our generation and because it's so hard to be different in our generation one thing i've noticed is that our generation wants to be followers we don't want to be leaders but we have to be bold and that's so much easier said than done because let me tell you, my freshman, sophomore, beginning of junior year of high school, I just wanted to be like everyone else. And for some reason, it was when I felt the most lonely. You ever hang out with a group of people and you're like accompanied by like 20 people, but you feel so lonely? Yeah, that's not supposed to happen. When you're hanging out with 20 people and you feel lonely, 
those are not your people. That's not it. And that's how I felt in, in high school. I was like, I am hanging out with, I have so many friends. I'm hanging out with a bunch of people, but why do I feel so lonely? And even in, even in those moments when I was hanging out with all those people, I felt so lonely. That's not okay. That shouldn't be it. And it's okay to walk away from that. And guess what? The end of junior year, starting senior year, I was a lone wolf. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would sit in classes alone. I would walk around the hallways with my headphones. I would go to lunch alone. I would walk around alone. And guess what? I've ned I didn't feel happier in my life than I did my senior year of high school. I just felt so happy. It was hard because no matter what, you need community and you need friends. But all of that was worth the wait because now I can honestly say that God is just pouring out friends in our life, in both of our lives. Amen. Amen. And I just feel like it was kind of like God saying, you just wait, like you just wait and see what I have in store for you. You, I want you, I, I almost felt like God was telling me to be faithful and bold my senior year of high school where I was really so lonely. I, I had like breakdowns in Nico's car. I was like, I have no friends. Like I went from having so many friends. I went from being cool in high school. You know, everyone wants to be cool. Everyone wants to be popular from being super alone and walking around the hallways with my headphones like a weirdo. And I felt like God was just telling me, you need to be bold. I want you to be bold and I will bless you, but you need to wait and you need to be bold and stand up for me. And now here I am. Basically, I have one super good friend. I'm making more friends and honestly, they're wholesome quality people and it was worth the wait but you just gotta be bold and you have to stand up for him no matter how hard and lonely it may be just because everyone's going left doesn't mean you have to go left you go right just because everyone's going up doesn't mean you have to go up you go down you don't need to go with the crowd because at the end of the day the crowd is boring they're all the same doing the same wearing the same acting the same listening to the same doesn't that boring to you looking like a copy be different and stand up for god because life with god is a lot more fulfilling than life with a bunch of people that you feel so lonely around i'm sorry i just talked for so long that was good i mean these testimonies are just the living proof of god's work how we'll say you know going back to the whole uh, cycles and you know if you're wondering like oh how do I get out of this? All right, yes, I I can see the problem, you know, like obviously I'm feeling empty. I don't like to party. I don't like to do one of this. But how do I get out of it? If all my friends do the same thing, <laughs> that was a big dilemma for me, you know. In like Balis just told you guys, you know, she literally was the lone wolf. Well, that's what I had to do as well. I had to basically just, you know, stop, uh, hanging out with my some of my closest friends i had to just decline those invitations you know i had to tell no to so many things that they wanted me to be part of and you know at first i felt like wow perhaps i'm being a bad friend i'm gonna be all alone but you know that's when that's when god starts like like 
realizing your faith, I will say, when you stand up for that and when you like say no and you just, you act different, that's when he start pouring like the patience and the blessings. Because all of a sudden, you start seeing all those activities, you start seeing, uh, you know, like parties and all that environment. You begin to see that as boring. Uh, that's what happened to me. I realized that that was just boring. That was pointless. And then after that, you know, only like my good, good friends, like my real friends remained with me because they understood that I was trying to change my life. And and I, I, I could be able to hang out with them and talk to them normally. But, you know, many other people, they just drifted from my life because they were just there to party and to do all the stuff that was like giving me the depression and putting me down. You know what I mean? So just because you're alone or you're afraid of like being alone, like that doesn't mean that it's going to be like that forever. You know, like that's like life is a journey. You know, sometimes you have to go through a desert in order for you to get to the, the paradise. Yeah, you know? preach it. <laughs> so that's that's how it is and that's how it is with god god's not just gonna bless you yeah you need to first like close your eyes and how's that verse uh you have faith by your like how is that verse like exactly that's what basically you have to do that's that leap of faith that's what god like that's where god just pours all his blessings and yes like you know it took us a while to actually find like christian friends but now it is happening it's crazy like we see all these many people and we're like so excited because it's like wow finally like believers you know <laughs> it's just it's amazing right? i just found this quote that it says basically people may hate you for being different and not living with by society standards but deep down they wish they had the courage to do the same and i honestly think that's so true most of those people they feel the same way that you do they just don't have the courage to to do it differently but we're here today to tell you that it's possible it really is and i know it sucks i know it sucks to be alone in high school trust me it i always say high school were the worst four years of my life but i honestly think that it actually was one of the most growth experiences faith related for me in my life because i realized the life that i wanted to choose it was kind of like the end of my junior year i was like okay <laughs> i can take two paths i can either do the same thing everyone's doing and just be one other copy or take another path and do completely different things that I want to do and be the person that I know God wants me to be and just be the person that I'm called to be and that's what I did I chose the life with God and I'm telling you guys that it is sweet it's not a life filled with rules every which yes there are rules but it's not in the way that people think oh you can't do this oh you can't do that oh you can't do this 
the rules that are in the Bible are made because God loves us. It's not to condemn us or to tell us, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. But it's a beautiful life when you walk life with God. It's just so filling. And once you accept God, you realize all that you've been searching for is finally right in front of you. And it's the only thing that can fill you up. It's kind of like you're running that race and you never see the finish line because no matter how much you run and you run and you're sweating and you're sweating and you're tired of running. And then once you're like, okay, God, <laughs> clearly nothing in the world is satisfying me. And then God, all of a sudden there's a finish line right there. And it's like, God's like, keep running, keep running, keep running. And he's right there. And there he is with his arms wide open. And it's like that race is finally over. And you can finally begin to live your life with God. And you can finally begin to do the things that you deep down always wanted to do and live the way you deep down always wanted to live. So I think it's it's a beautiful thing. So that to me is such a beautiful thing and it's really hits close to home for me because i experienced it not too long ago so it's super super resonating with me this whole topic um so this is just only a little bit of the information that we can talk about we can keep going for hours but yes literally we just wanted to focus basically like on Um, one of the big problems that our generation has which is that you know like why people feel so depressed and anxious and all that we wanted to tackle that and we just wanted to tell you that you know there's some good news and it's really easy and it's just by accepting God or following God you know that's basically because he's the one who's never gonna let you down exactly and a lot of people think that accepting God is like this crazy prayer or something crazy like that but it's just you basically stating that you know you're a sinner and you want to live your life with God so I really just wanted to take this time and if anyone is listening to this and you want to accept God into your life just repeat these words after me I don't know Nico if you want to read it just repeat these words after us dear Lord Jesus I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. And that's literally it. If you said that prayer during this podcast, I just want to um, congratulate you in this new life. It's really so sweet. It's really so simple. And that's pretty much it. So sorry to interrupt you, my love, but you know, you don't have to make it normal. If you don't want to say that, don't you just have to close your eyes and just just accept God you know even if you don't want to make it as formal as that just be like hey God Jesus I don't know you that much I want to know you better I want to know who you are I want you in my life that's it you know we we want to share that 
good news with you guys. We want to share our testimonies and we want to share our, like, what was the solution for us with you guys. So, yes, uh, this is just going to be just the first episode of uh, many others to come on this whole uh, open season in this open field that we're going to just talk about everything, problems, solutions, good news, bad news, you know. And if you guys have any suggestions, reach out to us, you know, just shoot us an uh, DM. We're there. We're there for you guys for anything, not just for suggestions. You know, if you need help with anything, if you're lost, like if you just need a friend, hey, we're here. Yeah, for sure. Definitely don't hesitate um, to follow us on our Instagram. That's pretty much our only platform where we also have our personal Instagram as well but preferably your podcast one for podcast related questions um yeah we're there for anyone who needs more guidance because i know once you accept god into your life it's kind of like okay so <laughs> what do i do next <laughs> if you need that guidance just reach out to both of us and we'll figure this out and we'll we're, we're more than happy to help you so thank you guys so much for listening um follow us on our instagram it's at espresso for two podcasts so this season is super exciting and we wanted like we said we wanted to target it more to just anyone in general um i personally realized that we were doing it is a couple's podcast but we also want to target anyone we don't want this to feel like oh that's a couple's podcast i can't relate exactly so this season is super dedicated to be super super just i don't even open <laughs> um that's literally what the season is called so Thank you guys so much. Um, we love you and we're praying for you. If you have any prayer requests, let us know. And thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for making it until the end. We really appreciate your time. We love you guys.